This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, available now online for you to learn at your own pace with a certificate available upon completion. Click the link in the show notes to access today for just 50 euros. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode two of our five-part series with Ryan from Specialty Batch in Dubai. Ryan, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me back. We are talking about coffee culture. And as we discuss coffee culture, we were talking in the last episode about the how coffee has developed over the US over time in the UAE. In this episode, we're going to talk about the impact of education uh, on a developing cafe culture. So tell us about how that's developing here because there's a lot of education that goes on in, in this part of the world. Yeah, I think we've got, we've, we've got quite a few um, instructors, educators, um, and programs happening on a daily basis here as mm-hmm. well. Um, I think it's good on the one hand. On the other hand, I feel like a lot of the content needs to be strictly sort of moderated, governed. Um, I mean, in my personal and professional experience, I've encountered a lot of situations where misinformation is spreading or there's uh, instances of um, um, where customers get information from baristas that are false. Um, so I think, I mean, on the one hand, it's really good to have this sort of level of commitment to the education aspect of coffee. But on the other, I feel like um, it, is, it does need to be governed. You do need to sort of draw the line and say, okay, this is true content. This is genuine content and this is false. So mm-hmm. I think having a clear path uh, is quite vital in actually developing the industry in a more positive light. Okay. I haven't seen as many uh, ASTs anywhere in the world as there is here. Why mm-hmm. are people so uh, – why is education prioritised here over uh, other parts of the world, do you think? Honestly, I'm not too sure. <laughs> do you, do I, I, you notice I mean, it though? I do. I do notice it. And I think, you know, from my side of things – um, I can always look at it from my perspective, at least, in, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to education. I feel like everyone values the importance of education. Everyone, everyone sort of understands that, appreciates it. Um, I feel like uh, right now in the current market, baristas are sort of shopping around uh, for educational providers. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what drives people to become, you know, uh, instructors or whatnot. But I feel like, I mean, obviously, it's an opportunity. It's a resourceful opportunity where you can earn a living out of it or then side hustle out of it. Mm-hmm. But again, when you have so many trainers uh, providing content uh, for specialty coffee, I feel like every one of them, if they are delivering a barista program or a roasting program, every one of them need to follow a very sort of strict guideline of what sort of content is transferred. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually writing writing a piece on this as well, which, which should come out soon. But talking about education, I feel like the aspect of education is super important for, for you know, baristas and for consumers alike. But again, governance, I think that's key. Do you think there's enough of it? 
Enough of what, sorry? Governance. I mean, it comes back down to ethics. <laughs> Everything boils down to right. ethics, business ethics and whatnot. But um, I mean, I don't know. It depends what the barista is actually hoping to achieve. If he's or she's looking for you know, just a certification um, and the, the, the quickest, uh, easiest path to get that certification, that's, that's what damages the industry is where you, know, you get certificate hunters um, just trolling the market, trying to find some false sense of uh, acclaim. Can you help people understand what you mean by that? Because some people won't be familiar with what you mean by certificate hunters. So various institutions um, will provide a certificate if you complete a certain level of uh, education. Now, a lot of these industry certifications hold value. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's meant to be like, you know, you wear it as a badge of honor. Um, I mean, I've personally interviewed loads of candidates that come to me with foundation, intermediate, even professional certifications. Um, but you know, when it comes to putting that into practice, the skills are not there. Mm. Um, which leads me to believe that um, they achieved a certain level of certification without going through the due diligence of efficient education and efficient knowledge transfer. Mm. And I think that's, that's what's super important is don't do the program merely for the certification. Do it for the content. You know, the certification is to validate that content. Right. And there's the other part of it, which, which is the practical implementation of what you're learning through this and that's where we start to get into some murky water of mm. if you can you can have these certificates and you can go and do those you know foundational and intermediate and professional but what a lot of ASTs tell me is that they have people who want to do all of them back to back yeah and it's like no that's not the way this is designed to happen i mean certain providers do do that though I mean, mm -hmm. essentially, it's, it comes back down to ethics. Should you should you run the program? Should you invite people to be a part of that program? Do you believe that you can efficiently instill knowledge in an individual in such a short time frame? Um, so, I mean, I, I don't sort of condone that sort of uh, teaching methodology, but I know it exists. And and what do you think of the the disadvantages of doing that on a very practical level? I know it. There's you know it. Sounds obvious what the disadvantages mm. of that are, but some people don't see the disadvantages of that, and that's why they're doing them. So, do you want to spell well, some of those out? Let's rephrase. What are the advantages of it? Really, okay. I mean, Great. the advantage is you get a piece of paper in the shortest possible time. That's mm. that's really it. That's the only advantage. There's mm -hmm. no other advantage because you do not have a working knowledge, uh, a working understanding of the the skill that you are trying to to to, to, to obtain. Um, so the disadvantage is, is, is the reverse of that, you know, you, you haven't really acquired the knowledge. Um, I mean, you, it's like anything that you're studying, it does require time. You know, the brain's not able to absorb information or that much information in such a short time frame. So as an educator it's, or a teacher, it's, it's, it's their obligation to understand that and to understand that there are different individuals who can't absorb information as fast. So that's why this timeline exists is, is so that you can have an atmosphere, create the environment where effective information, effective transfer of information can exist. And there's 
The other obvious uh, issue that arises there is let's say you land a job with a certificate and you land the job because you have the certificate and you can talk the talk. It takes most people about three seconds to figure out that you don't know what you're doing. Well, most, you know, cafe owners, not most, many I'd say, um, don't, uh, don't consider that. I mean, and this is where I think education is important for the owners um, of cafes and coffee shops. Um, you know, Brewsters get employed based on the pieces of paper that they, they, they bring to the mm. interview. And, you know, they'll make it through the round of uh, interviews. They'll mm. land the job. Um, but essentially that damages the industry that does yeah. do the, the certifications. It's a whole economy over here, education. Like mm -hmm. I, I speak to to the to ASTs who fly all over the country um, doing this kind of side hustle or they've made a, a full business out of it. When does the market get too saturated when it comes to education and educators? That's a tough one. I mean, what determines the level of saturation? Essentially, if everyone is doing... Um, they're you know, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. If everyone is teaching the same content, if everyone is um, worthy of being called the teacher, um, but that's not the case here. I mean, I just don't see, you know, I've, I've sat in, I've looked at, I've seen uh, online a whole bunch of different uh, training providers and the, 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 the graduates out of those programs, they, it's, they have not got the knowledge that they should have, you know? So quality is um, important. Yeah. I mean, teaching is hard, you know? It takes a lot of persistence. It takes a lot mm. of understanding of people's character, um, of their abilities. And I, know, I mean, you know, my wife's a teacher and she, <laughs> I, see, I see the sort of stress that it, it, can, it can put on a person. Um, and it's not an easy task, but, and I think going into teaching, it's, it's, it's an obligation. You have to take the responsibility seriously. It's not just about getting as many people in that classroom um, and certifying as many people as possible. You know, you have to, you don't aim for that 90% success rate. I mean, ideally, yes, you want that, mm -hmm. but you don't find the fastest path to that. Your priority is always transferring that knowledge. Which isn't, it should be the priority, but in... I mean, for the industry to succeed, you know, across all realms. Do you think realms, people have that vision, though? I don't know. That's fair. I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> um, uh, do you think uh, that because there is such a heavy focus on education here and educating the Bruce's, do you, what do you think that the flow and effect or the impact that has on the consumer? Again, it boils down to the individuals themselves because once mm. they attain that knowledge, mm -hmm. it's about people skills thereafter because you can have really interesting conversations with individuals who have a wealth of knowledge, but they understand the person that they're speaking to and they impart that information in a very um, – understanding way so you don't overwhelm the customer with a whole bunch of information that is not relevant to them so i mm. think education and knowledge is one thing 
But then people skills is another thing. So you can, this is, and that's hard to train. You know, you can give yeah. as much knowledge as you want to a person, but at the end of the day, educating consumers the right way comes, comes with certain skills of the individuals themselves. And that's what you were talking about when being a teacher is actually really hard because connecting all of those different skill sets is what makes a well-rounded teacher. True. I mean, this is hospitality. At the end of the day, you know, we are in a, 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 a specialty field, um, but at the end of the day, this is still hospitality. Mm. Now, you know, people go off and study, you know, uh, mechanical engineering or biochemistry. Now, those graduates, they are in a certain industry where they are, they are appreciated and valued for the knowledge that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have to, you know, uh, communicate with average, you know, consumers on a daily basis about their craft. So I think hospitality, understanding mm-hmm. that there is a wealth of knowledge involved in, in, in all aspects of coffee, but then also having this space where you have to appreciate the general consumer and their ability to, or their need or their willingness to absorb information or to yeah. take in information. Sometimes they just want their coffee. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Sometimes they just want their coffee. Um, in the next episode, folks, we're going to be talking about, we're getting closer to some hot button topics where we're going to talk about employer-employee relationships in the workplace. And there are some interesting things that are happening in the UAE around this subject. So join us in the next episode. Thanks, Ryan. Peace, love, and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.